What is good, everybody? Shawnee Sean here. The holidays are coming, and you're still searching for that gift for that special lady in music? Well, stop by our website at www.fretsisters.com and head to our merch store. We have tons of gifts, plus new ones for you to give to that special someone. Also, you can view our shop at our social media at Fret Sisters and on Instagram and Facebook. This is LaCole Rose. You're now tuned in to Between Frets. Thanks for listening. a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I'm your host, Jenny Jam, and today we're talking with illustrator, musician, Sabrina Cintron. Her book, The Witch's Grimoire, is available for purchase on her website, stardaystrail.com, and you can also find her prints there and purchase those too and you can see all her music and her musical jams on her socials youtube um, instagram facebook welcome sabrina hi thanks for having me hi thank you fret sisters extends a warm welcome and we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us for our season six yay Yay. (laughs) i'm so glad to be here and, and chat with with you all it's 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 a, a an honor, pleasure. Oh, it's an honor, definitely for me, because like when they gave me your name and I and I was like doing my research, the thing is, is that okay, it's you're an illustrator first of all, which is cool, and <laughs> and a musician, and I also design for a living. Um, I'm not an illustrator though, so you're very good. Your work is beautiful, but I do, I do more design. I'm like more, um, when I went to school, I was like, do I want to be an illustrator or do I want to, you know, go into the business commercial part of it? And that's basically what I did. I took advertising design, but I also do music on the weekend. So basically I'm working seven days a week, pretty much doing that and music, but my livelihood is designed. So when I saw that you were a musician and a designer, I was very excited because you meet a lot of musicians that draw on something or a lot of illustrators that maybe dabble in music, but somebody who actually has two crafts, you know, like pretty much that's like their thing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to <laughs> oh, meet you. <laughs> wow. Like, uh, it's, it's crazy. Cause I'm still like one of my big goals right now is to find a way to successfully marry the two. Mm. I, I don't know if I've, if I'm there yet. Um, cause they're both, you know, two things that I love and 
and I really wanted to kind of have them flow together in the same imaginative space that I've uh, created. So it's still a work in progress, but you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear all those things. That's really nice <laughs> to hear. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to learn to like, hear more about like your story, you know, when you got started. Um, the main thing is, you know, what came first, music or art, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, have, like, let us know. Well, um, the, the music came first. I started playing guitar, I don't know, maybe when I was nine or 10, maybe, maybe eight, actually, I was pretty young. Um, I didn't start drawing until a few years later, you know, because I, as a kid, I was into a lot of like nerdy Japanese anime television shows. So that's what I was drawing, and especially in high school. Um, and I'd been playing as well throughout that whole time, but I didn't start taking art seriously until my senior year of high school started posting more online and a lot of fan art, you know, because I usually draw the most attention. Um, a lot of uh, um, TV shows and books, fan art as well. Um, and I actually stopped playing guitar for a while because uh, uh, when I was 15, we had moved to Florida and I was there for about eight years. And that whole time I wasn't really playing as much. I was drawing a hell of a lot, but not really playing. Um, it wasn't until what the uh, pandemic started and everything got locked down that I actually started to find a focus with the kind of music that I wanted to play. Because um, I had kind of had like not really much of a direction in what I was playing. It was a lot of uh, contemporary Christian music or whatever pop music was out. Um, it wasn't until, uh, you know, I got furloughed from my job at the beginning of 2020, uh, I started to dabble in slide guitar and Americana and folk and blues. Um, but let me backtrack to 2016 when I got my first professional art gig on an independent comic book called La Borinquena. It's about a, a Puerto Rican superhero. And since then I've gotten all these opportunities to kind of bolster my, my illustration uh, credentials. And I've gotten a lot of commissions since then. Um, but when I started to find direction in, in, in my guitar playing, that's when I really wanted to combine whatever I was illustrating and storytelling with my music. I was starting to find a path or a trail with that. Um, you know, I started uh, illustrating uh, my favorite blues musicians from back in the day that I was simultaneously researching so I can uh, learn the history as long as, uh, as well as the music. So they, it, it's a weird kind of timeline. They kind of skip over and jump over each other, but I feel like now I've, I've finally found a way to kind of bring them together. And uh, my favorite thing right now is, um, is drawing, uh, commissions uh people have been commissioning um album artwork for me and, and single covers for me that's a lot of fun because i actually get to work with their vision um because you know uh they're artists too so it's 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 really expressive and 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 it's really fun to bring that to life you know in in addition to trying to figure out where my own music is gonna go so it's kind of giving me a little bit practice so when i finally do uh create a because I do want to record uh, in the future. Um, that'll kindly, uh, hopefully will get me, um, bring me some focus into what I want to do with, with mine. But that's kind of a short, messy summary of everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's kind of like um, having those two gifts, I guess, and trying to um, 
Do you ever feel like you're getting pulled one way or another, or like the confidence level of, you know, oh yeah, for playing sure. or designing, like, you know, yeah, because it's 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 tough because I know there are a lot of things that I want to do for like uh, personal artwork that I want to create, and then I kind of get you know, sidetracked with, with other commissions. And I have to kind of put that aside and focus on whatever, if it's a commission, whatever the client wants, you know, so I kind of have to get into that headspace when oftentimes I kind of just want to stay in my own uh, imagination, you know, so that's, that's kind of tricky. I'm trying to balance that because at the end of the day, I really, I do want to create artwork that kind of fulfills me. That's why I do it. Um, you know, but because this is, uh, I'm a freelance artist, so this is my job. I'm self-employed, so you know I have to. There, there are days where I, I do have to focus on on work to pay the bills, you know. And and sometimes I have to put all the artwork and ideas and, and creativity aside that I want to do personally, and and put myself in in someone else's headspace to uh, to complete the work. And and it's it's both good and bad. Um, because in a way I get to learn how to see things through other people's perspectives and not just stay in my own head. Um, and then other times I'm like, man, I really want to record this thing or draw this thing, but I can't, I have to work today. And you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And as well as the, as far as the confidence level is, um, I feel more confident in my artwork as of late. Um, my music, I don't know, for some reason that's a little bit more closer to like right here like I hold it pretty close to my chest and I'm like ah it's I feel like it's it's more challenging for me to express myself through music than through art um I'm working on it. it's a work in progress but you know the the confidence comes with repetition you know and uh I haven't actually gone live and performed in a while I should probably do that but because I have like hermit like tendencies where I'll just like play to myself often but yeah there's always there's always a, a nagging thing with the whole confidence and and uh, reinforcement of that but um I feel like that's a common I know it's a cliche with artists but it's really true to, yeah. to have that kind of struggle it's a it's like being a designer artist you have the same kind of feelings that a musician would go through you know, right. sometimes it's like, um, you know, going through challenges and saying, yeah, I can do that or I'm going to try that. So it's it's pretty wild that you have both of that, like pretty much in your head. Like I call it like left brain, right brain yeah. type thing. <laughs> you know, I'm more right brain than left brain, but, you know, and more musicians are more left brain than right brain or something like that. But do you consider, yeah, so, so you think of yourself for that? <laughs> it's just, it's just chaos for me. So just wish me luck. Cause I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. No one knows what they're doing. That's kind of the secret to it, you know, and I'm just creating and hope, hoping that, you know, even, even if it's just a few people that, you know, they like my work or they like my music and mm -hmm. I can, resonate with them that way and I've met a lot of great people through Instagram um with my playing and my artwork and, and people have supported me by buying my my art prints and, and things like that and we get to share stories and and tips on how do you do the alternating bass thumb I was just talking to someone about that um you know so it's that's kind of that's kind of the good part is to you know connect with other people because we're all going through it you know just talking Mm -hmm. to other people about it, it it helps definitely so you've been commissioned to design a lot of things comp comics and album art 
Mm -hmm. So was that just something like somebody found you on Instagram or do you have like a Behance or something like that? Or Well, uh, when I got my first like professional illustration gig on La Borinquena, I was found uh, through Twitter because there was that hashtag going around visible women, mm. which was to highlight women in comics and illustration. So I had tweeted something, uh, some samples of my work, hashtag visible women. And uh, I was found by the creator of Somos Arte, a graphic design studio, Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez. And he took me on as kind of uh, as a mentor teaching me the ropes and how comics work and the actual like it's more like a relay race so like a team of artists uh, come together to work on things and uh and so from there I was getting all these you know all these opportunities to uh illustrate um you know pinups or or short comics things like that and that's the crazy part so like I was found with a, a Twitter hashtag, you know, that's, awesome. that's, that's the wild thing. And that's, he actually, Edgardo, he actually did the foreword for my, my art book. And he actually talks about, um, the origin story of that, but, um, yeah, that's mostly how I've been found is, is through social media, through things like that. And, and it kind of just snowballed. Um, once I started drawing my blues artist, uh, prints, so like the ones of Robert Johnson of lightning Hopkins. Um, and I just started posting other random personal illustrations. People would message me on IG and be like, hey, um, I really love your artwork. I, I'm thinking about dropping a single or an album. What can we do? And so really, it's it, it really just came from me not stopping posting, if that makes sense. So like, yeah. if you don't if you don't post your artwork, if you don't share it with other people, then no one's gonna see it. So, I mean, I know my, numbers and analytics are great and I try not to pay attention to that but you know it's 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 interesting because like that one it could be that one piece that really blows up and then all of a sudden you have all these messages and support and things like that so um there were a couple of times where I wanted to stop just yeah, no one's no one cares about my artwork I, they're not gonna see it you know but time and time again it's it's happened where i post something and people become inspired by that and they like it and they reach out to me and um i can create for them and it's 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 a blessing really yeah yeah it is a blessing um i want to get to your book the riches the witches grimoire mm -hmm. now i did see your video <laughs> of you introducing it and right. what's so cool about it is that somebody a publishing company or some um it was a publishing company that reached out to you but right. what i noticed was the paper <laughs> on it <laughs> what it was printed on beautiful by the way Oh yeah, that sparkly orange paper yeah. on the side. Oh, that's my favorite part. It's so spooky and we're in the, the height of spooky season right now. So it's like perfect. I love it. Definitely. So how did um how did that come about? So um, I was doing the Inktober challenge in 2018, which is uh, you draw one ink drawing every day for the month of October and you end up with 31 ink drawings. And so in the middle of it, um, I was messaged on, on Instagram by Lance Arroyo, who owns Radix Media, which is a print shop in, in Brooklyn, independently owned. He's like, hey, um, I really love your artwork. Um, the Inktober 
drawings look great. Do you want to put them in like a, a chat book and print them once they're all done? And I was like staring at my phone for the longest time. I was like, you want to make my art into a book? I didn't even finish the challenge. <laughs> you know, it's, I think I was like on day 10 of Inktober. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I, I want, I want to do that. So he's like, yeah, so we'll co-publish it. Um, and, and, and we'll make it like your, your first publication. And I couldn't believe it, you know? And I feel like that was one of my goals was to have something physical and tangible that has my name on it with my artwork. I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, but it so turned out it was going to be the, the Inktober collection. So I was drawing, um, I, I chose witches as my theme. So each day was a different witch. And then after day 10, I was like, oh, you know, I kind of want to tell a story with these witches because I'm, I'm running out of designs, <laughs> you know? So um, after day 10, it kind of became like a mini comic, um, little short pages, basically, you know, the coven has to battle and, and, and fight, you know, your, your light versus dark forces of evil kind of thing. It's, it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of fantasy action packed, but it was just, and it was on the fly too, because I had to do it, you know, uh, one one new page each day. So I'm, I, and I didn't really plan how the story was gonna go, but um, yeah, once it was done, I sent all the pages to to Lance, and um, yeah, and he he created this incredible little book with that sparkly page that I love, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's I still look at it and I'm like, wow. It's, it's really cool to have something, you know, that, that you created. And it was the first time that I, I had anything published with that, the artwork that was just mine. Cause I'd been working as part of comic teams, comic book teams and, and um, in collaboration with the artists for so long. Cause I was learning from them, essentially, you know, uh, training, hands-on training on the job. Um, so to have this as my own thing, like solo project was, it was a dream and I'm, I'll always be thankful to, to Lance and everybody at Radix Media for doing that for me. That's a beautiful thing, you know, to have that accomplishment. It's like, yay. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I want to get into your music and your guitar, your guitar work. Um, I noticed that you do a lot of slide. So, and you did mention, um, you know, that you um, have blues, you you draw blues artists and are those your influences basically from what you play yeah definitely um the first the first artist I came across in my research was Robert Johnson and I feel like he's the gateway artist to mm -hmm. this kind of music because I, I I wanted to go all the way back to the roots of blues music so past the 1960s revival all the way back to the late 19th century and, and where it started in the mississippi delta i came across robert johnson charlie patton um sun house mississippi fred mcdowell which i think i've, I've drawn all those guys They're, they've all influenced me and i love all their music and then i kind of went um kind of went followed the timeline so sister rosetta tharp lightning hopkins um all these all these artists i kind of just had like this influx of new music that i'd never heard before at least not in this way and yeah they've influenced my artwork my my playing um i think lightning hopkins is my favorite though if i had to pick one i just love the way he just because there's a certain timing for blues, you know, your 12 bar blues, but oftentimes he makes those chord changes whenever the hell he wants to. And I love that. 
he's like lightning changes when lightning wants to change you know so it's I love his playing for that because it's it kind of sets him apart and you never really know when he's gonna you know move the song in a different direction and you know I just love that it's my favorite his, his steady thumb and oh man definitely um has over the past year has really influenced my creative endeavors for sure mm -hmm. so did you um was it all self-taught the slide and everything because that yeah. to me is yeah. like hard <laughs> when it comes to slide like it's, that takes control <laughs> it's weird at first it's very foreign because you you're you're used to playing in between the frets you know um to get the correct pitch but with a slide you have to play right over the fret in order to stay in tune and you're kind of floating over it and my hand would get so stiff because I, I felt the need to press down like a lot because I'm used to playing fretted notes like normal um so it felt I don't know like my hand kind of felt weird and tingly like it was floating over the the fretboard all weird and and I don't know I just at first it was it was tough and it was strange but um I found that it quickly that passed and I was like, okay, now I found my flow because I figured out which finger to put the slide on, first of all. Some play on their pinky, some play on their ring. I think Bonnie Raitt plays on her middle finger, mm -hmm. um, which is, uh, that's I tried that, that's really weird for me. It's, but um, my ring finger, I felt the most comfortable. And um, I finally found slides that fit too, because that's important. Because um, I have such skinny fingers, you know, and all the basic slides that you would find at like Guitar Center were for like, a man's hands you know just super like the diameter was huge so um actually recently the the rock slide company reached out to me and like uh, they were like hey we can make you a custom slide we love your videos complimentary and i was like yes i need a slide that fits my finger <laughs> and they made this little brass slide that kind of it, it's it's a short little one um, which is fine by me because I play probably two or three strings at a time. I never uh, bar the entire six strings. And, you know, once I, I had that and I've, I've just been making sure that I play every day and yeah, I'm self-taught and I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the coolest. You know, I wanted to also talk to you about um, a video that I saw called um and it had a, a bunch of various people in it mm -hmm. called um que bonita bandera yes yeah yes and <laughs> i was like whoa that's so cool because i started seeing everyone and then i saw rosie perez yeah <laughs> and i was yeah, like yeah <laughs> yeah being a part of that was so cool you know um just to collaborate with everyone on that was it was it's interesting because i'm still you know puerto rican culture and heritage is still something i'm i'm learning about myself which you know i have been with la bonquena and working on que bonita bandera so my spanish is really not that great but i had to sing in spanish <laughs> and it was it was tricky uh, i hope it came out all right it did it did <laughs> no i know what you mean because my parents well my family's from ecuador mm -hmm. i'm like first generation u.s so my spanish isn't great but i understand it and yeah I, i find that too like i know phrases and i know certain words and i know how you're supposed to pronounce things but speaking it fluently for some reason like my brain does not compute it i don't understand it's so <laughs> difficult and i'm like Ugh, whatever i try <laughs> 
you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, as long as like somebody comes by and says, hey, you know, starts talking in Spanish, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Sort of, yeah. And it sometimes I have to be like, I'm sorry, I got nothing. I got... I'm a I'm a New Englander, straight up Yankee, like you know. I, I, I'm speaking, sometimes I have like a New York accent. Sometimes that comes out because I get it from my mom. She's from Brooklyn, okay. um, you know, and even her Spanish is broken. You know, it's not perfect, but I certainly cannot survive if you were to drop me on an island in, in Puerto Rico. I would not survive. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So, um, so as far as like your guitars and stuff, like how, what like kind of, drew you to them or to say, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get that, because they're beautiful guitars. If you can talk about, if you could talk about them. Yeah, I think if you can see behind me. Yeah, I can. Right there. That's my little parlor copper resonator shining in the light right there. Um, I knew playing this kind of music, you have to have a metal body resonator. Like there's no other sound like it. I mean, if you really want that swampy, gritty metal on metal sound, if you're playing with a metal slide, um, I found uh, this Republic resonator because I was looking for something that was small for me because I'm, I'm pretty small and I needed like a parlor size kind of resonator because I knew if I had like a, a regular sized one, it would be like crushing my legs. Those things are easy 10 pounds, you know, those metal body ones. So I found this amazingly beautiful copper parlor resonator and I love it. Um, I've been drawn a lot to parlor guitars because that's those are the kinds of guitars that were played, you know, by the artists that originated the blues. They were playing these cheap Stella Harmony department store guitars. Um, and they were parlor size, so they were small. They were meant to be played in the parlor section of the house, um, you know, just to have inside and quickly play something and it didn't take up too much space. But they also have like this boxy kind of old school tone to it. Um, my favorite is my Recording King parlor guitar. That thing is amazing. Um, it's it's got like uh, like I said like this real old time kind of boxy tone, but it's also can be used like a folk instrument. So I play a lot of I listen to a lot of folk as well. So a lot of like Joan Baez, mm-hmm. and um, she's my favorite, the queen of the folk music. I love her. Um, it's on Bob Dylan as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of smaller body guitars. Um, that's kind of what I was drawn to. Um, those are the ones that feel most comfortable for me to, to play. And because at the end, because if you're not going to, if you don't feel comfortable playing in, you don't like the sound, you're not going to pick it up, you know? So there's some guitars that you pick up and you're like, yeah, that's the one for me. You know, it's kind of like in Harry Potter where the wand chooses you. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> As nerdy yeah. as it sounds, it's true. <laughs> and you're a Star are you a Star Wars fanatic or oh, nerd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right here. I would be so right many videos spinning lightsabers <laughs> around, but yeah, I do that in my yeah. free time. It's good exercise. Yeah, Jack. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I well, I I don't know if you could see, but I have um uh-huh. some, yeah. some Star Wars. I mean, I started even though George Lucas did like the episodes with like well Natalie Portman when she played um mm-hmm. the the queen or the princess or whatever, you know, I was like so in love with that. But I've you know, I've been like from episode one to like now in Disney. But right. I really loved her character. I really loved everything about about that. So I like 
bought those. <laughs> oh, Padme is the best. Yeah, she's Padme, out here she, doing the most for everybody. But I, yeah, I love her. She's I awesome. Re- yeah. So yeah, I'm huge on Star Wars too. <laughs> We could talk about that. <laughs> we could talk about like we just we could go off on tangents about. I know, right? And but I'm yeah. also a Star Trek fan too. Oh Love yeah, that. okay, oh, yeah, because I know Star Wars and Star Trek, the Trekkies and those you know they mm-hmm. go together. I know they like to fight, but no, we, we can all get along. We can <laughs> we all can exist all in the along. galaxy together. Right, Bye. right. Um, another thing too is. Um, you know, when you talked about your guitars and mm-hmm. the tone and stuff, I can kind of, kind of see that with your, with your design work. You know, kind of like the aesthetic of the two. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know. Do you feel that also? Like, just your thoughts about your music or your playing or just how you feel about musically to design, how that meshes together. Like, yeah, I. I think so. And then I think about it. Um, cause I'm, I really like simple kind of down to earth things. And I find myself playing a lot of acoustic guitar, very unplugged, just, just sound coming straight out of the instrument. And I find that I've, I've been doing that with my artwork where it's, it's more, it's more yet, like I said, down to earth and kind of, there's a fantasy element, but it's also kind of, it kind of exists in nature, if that makes sense. Um, it's very organic in a way. I kind of, I've been kind of, you know, getting into into things that are just more, if I can explain this in a way that makes sense, but this is my artist brain is just going in a bunch of different directions. But yeah, just, just something that's really simple and just comes straight from your hands. You're playing into the acoustic guitar. Um, the sound is coming straight out of the sound hole. There's really no other, there's no other gadgets. And then with my artwork, I'm just keeping it simple, simple um, tones, simple inking, and it's it's very earthy. I don't know, I don't know if I'm getting into like cottage core, or I don't know. It's some, it's a weird like maybe like bohemian, also kind of western, um, kind of like acoustic life. So I can, if, if you can take all my words and make, put that in a Pinterest board, I'm sure you would come up with what I'm talking about. You know, I'm not making any sense. <laughs> you making... all the keywords and put them in Pinterest and you'll be like, oh, okay, that's what she's talking about. If that yeah. makes sense. You know, just like a cup of coffee in the morning. Think, you know, just very simple kind of things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, my guitars are kind of like, you know that trope about how people have dogs that kind of look like them. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like those are my guitars. You know, like because uh, I I play them so often that I wonder if people associate them with me. Because uh, you know uh, these are these are instruments that I worked hard for, and they're they aren't going anywhere. They're gonna stay with me for the rest of forever. Like you know, so the way you associate certain instruments with certain artists, I, I would hope that you know people see the the recording king and they're like oh that reminds me of this person Mm because in a way i don't know i kind of like to create that identity around the instrument yeah 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 i mean i could see that just by looking at some of your work on instagram um art wise design wise and you know playing wise your the music and everything 
you know, yeah, I did want to. It's tricky because I'm like, I'm trying to explain it. And I'm like, I'm more of a, let me, let me just show you kind of person. I like, I can never put things into words. I'm always visit, uh, visual. Visual. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's, that's just, right brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, I'm like, I, let me just play it for you and you just hear it or let me just draw it out and you can see it because mm-hmm. I can't, I can't um, articulate it. I'm just not good at that. Yeah. I, I, I've started getting into journaling to kind of help that and songwriting. So it's, it's, it's getting better, but, um, I'm definitely a, a show kind of person. Like, here, let me just, so you can see it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it'll make sense hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one last thing that I wanted to ask you, um, as far as your illustrations, like what medium do you use or what, what do you use to create those and then get them into the digital? Is it paper and, or is it, are you doing it on an iPad? Well, uh, for the Witch's Grimoire, all of those were done traditionally on paper with traditional ink. Um, and then I had them scanned and digitally uh, enhanced and um just to clean them up a bit and make them look nice for 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 printing um but i actually haven't drawn traditionally in a long time um a lot of uh basically most of my recent uh artworks are all done digitally so my ipad pro is like my go-to so i'm drawing straight onto the ipad um all digital because it's it's just more convenient and um i can get away with a lot more mistakes that way um yeah like and i can um I can I can explore the effects of, of the applications that I use in there. So um, for the most part, yeah, everything is is digital that I'm doing right now. Do you use Procreate on the iPad? Yes. Or? Yes. Yeah. That beautiful. is the the goat. Yeah. Always <laughs> updating it all the time. And they love and I'm like, how can you make this better? And then their update makes it better. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Everything that I do is through there. And it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, I love, I love that program. I know, I love that program too. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> my kids introduced it to me because mm-hmm. they they can draw really well. And I always try to push them like, do design work, you know, for a living, you can make a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, know? it's it's the opportunities are, are definitely there. I feel like yeah. it's easier now more than ever, you know, to uh, teach yourself how to do it. Cause everything digitally, I, I taught myself via like, YouTube videos, back when I was on DeviantArt tutorials. Um, I've been drawing and posting online for a very long time. And um, way before the iPad Pro was even a glimmer in Apple's eye, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's 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 a lot of fun and it's it's easy to, to kind of dive into if, if you're uh, looking into illustration, so. Yeah, awesome. Well, Sabrina, it was so great to like get to know you and hear about all your successes and you know what's whatever's in the future um i know that you know we'll be able to see everything um do you is there anything in the future i know you wanted to work on music and kind of combine your design with that yeah um i hope because i keep getting questions about uh do you have any uh records out or anything like that every time and and uh I really do want to record. I have all this stuff ready to go. You know, it's just sometimes life happens and you kind of push it off. Um, but yeah, and that's definitely something that I really want to do. And I'm trying to focus on 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 figuring that out. I have um, a couple songs written that I've kind of kept close to my chest, but I, I would love to share them. So that's definitely something for the future that I, I would love, love to do. Um, uh, as, as 
far as my artwork goes, I do have a couple projects um, that I can't really talk about. But um, recently I just uh, finished up a comic book project for John Leguizamo. Um, he has a superhero comic out and I was inking on it. So um, that's, that's coming out soon. And then I, I just wrapped up a, a coloring book for Casita Maria in the, in the Bronx. Um, so that, that should be dropping soon. And um, yeah, just uh, working on commissions. I'm available for commission as well. Um, but yeah, those are the, the things down the line. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, give everybody your socials, you know, where they can find you, where they can, if they want to, you know, set, ask you for, you know, just develop something or commission you for something or yeah, even listen yeah, so, to your music. Yeah. So you can find me at Stardays Trail on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. Um, where else am I? Facebook. Um, and you can message me and send me a DM. And if you're interested in a commission or if you just want to say hi, I, I won't bite. Um, and you can also find uh, my artwork and, and my shop at stardacetrail.com um, as well as my art book. And uh, yeah, you can uh, send me an email to the contact page too if, if that's your jam. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate the support. Yeah, definitely. We'll, um, we'll have all your links on um on our podcast we'll put it in the show notes and uh yeah there there we go so support sabrina go to her socials um purchase her book you know check out even her prints check out her stuff and sabrina thank you once again for joining us here at fret sisters between frets yay yay thank you so much for having me this was, this was awesome i hope i didn't ramble too much oh no not at all not at all we love rambling yay <laughs> yay all right so have a good day then bye-bye bye Jenny Jam here. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode of Between Frets. Keep checking back. We'll have more episodes loaded each week for your listening enjoyment. Peace and love.